Hey everyone, welcome to Livestream Stars. I'm Ross Brand. This is the show where we feature talented broadcasters delivering high quality content across Livestream platforms. Livestream Stars is brought to you by Livestream Universe. Check us out, LivestreamUniverse.com. Check out our updates every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday on Facebook Live on uh, our Facebook Live page, which is where you go for Facebook Live. RossBrand.live will take you there. It's where you may be watching the show right now, or you may be watching it somewhere else. That's okay. We're glad you're here. Uh, do us a favor, like, share, and comment so we know who's out there and we get as many people as possible to join the discussion. And now our guest tonight is Heather Dobson. She is a community builder, public speaker, digital marketing pro. She works on the advocacy and evangelism team at GoDaddy. That's a that's a real... Uh, 21st century title, <laughs> evangelism <totally> <laughs> team at GoDaddy. She's the host of Beyond the Domain, which airs 2 p.m. Eastern every Thursday on GoDaddy's Facebook page. Heather also is the digital strategy director for Heather Dobson and Associates, building a complete digital marketing solution for brands looking to build and effectively maintain a stellar internet presence. She's also a military veteran. She serves as director of development for Heal the Hero, dedicated to providing education, research, and funding for integrative medical solutions for veterans and their families. We'd love to take your questions for Heather, all about GoDaddy, about live streaming, about hosting a live streaming show. Heather, welcome. It's, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Ross. I really appreciate the opportunity to get to hang out with you for a little bit and to chat with your audience. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to learning how you and GoDaddy made the decision to get into live streaming. But before we, we get to that, tell us a little bit about your background, um, how you, you ended up at GoDaddy and live streaming yeah. after, what, military service, agency work, yeah. different tech company. So, <laughs> yeah, so I have a kaleidoscope of a background. Uh, I am a, a United States Air Force veteran. And I was also a civilian law enforcement officer. So I was a cop for quite some time. Wow. Um, and about eight years ago, I got uh, tired of not having any money in my bank account, but risking my life every day. <laughs> so I decided to do some other things with my life. And I started actually in real estate and doing some online marketing for, for real estate. Um, and then really got heavy into understanding branding and social media and actually using the internet to, to market in different ways. I actually was working for an international real estate development company that was building properties in Costa Rica. And we had at that time a MySpace page for the development in Costa Rica. So to say I'm an early adopter of social media for business is an understatement. <laughs> Because when we were doing it, uh, 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 Facebook wasn't even a thing yet. So thank you, Barb. It's definitely my honor to, to serve this country. Um, I um, d developed my agency uh, with the encouragement of, of some, some wonderful women who were very experienced business owners who said, you've got some knowledge and some skills that, that people could really use. And my, my own agency grew out of that. And then I went to work for a little tech company here in Arizona called Infusionsoft and uh, built out social support, social media operations, all of that kind of stuff, while at the same time continuing to, to build my own brand. 
And about seven months ago, almost a year ago now, this there was I started having some discussions with GoDaddy about this particular position, the position that, that I'm in now, which is really uh, the official title is a community builder, but it's really designed to build meaningful relationships with people outside of the GoDaddy ecosystem uh, in order to, to help spread awareness about our services and our, and our products. And so it was really a position that I felt was tailor-made for me. Uh, and I've been here for not quite eight months. Yeah. So as Barb put it so nicely in the comments, thank you for, for your service. Um, the first question is, how is that uh, MySpace page doing? And is it still <laughs> going strong? You know, I, I am going to check. Because I was just telling, I was telling that story again the other day, and I was like, I need to go check and see if that. I'm sure the MySpace page is still there, so I, I I'll follow up on it and see if it's if it's. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe there are some comments. Maybe I'm selling property and I didn't even know. You could be. It could be. It yeah. could be a great source of leads. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, when you were talking to GoDaddy about the possibility of the position, um, were you talking about uh, live streaming at that time? So initially, we weren't necessarily talking about live streaming during during the, the time I was interviewing and all of that kind of stuff. We were still kind of shaping what the position would be and what it would entail. But once I got the job offer and got hired, uh, my my manager here, Sean Funder, um, he, he one of the two projects that he wanted me to work on immediately was to do some type of weekly broadcast. That was the parameter that I got weekly because they wanted something consistent. GoDaddy in the past has done Google Hangouts. Um, as a matter of fact, when I was an employee at Infusionsoft, I was a guest on a Google Hangout um, actually in this studio. It looked a little different then. Um, but they hadn't done anything that was really super consistent. The other thing is that in the past, everything that they'd done had been very GoDaddy-centric. It was about products, and it was about services, and it was heavily branded GoDaddy, and Sean really wanted to move away from that. So I said at that time, immediately when he said this, we're going to do Facebook Live. I'm not sure how we're going to do that yet, but I know we're going to use Facebook Live. Um, and that was even before Google Hangouts on Air had been deprecated. So I'm glad that we had at least made that decision. And so when you came to put the show together, what kind of guidance did GoDaddy, were they, was, you know, we always hear about companies, right? Or experienced companies being very concerned about just letting somebody get on the air, even yeah. somebody as reserved and mild mannered and. <laughs> I'm so reserved. <laughs> very, very cautious in what she says is you. Um, GoDaddy, yeah. as, as any big company, obviously has a lot to lose, they feel, if they allow yeah. somebody to go live streaming. Did they tell you to just be yourself and do your thing, or did they give you like a list of bullet points and say, okay, we're not talking about this, don't talk about that, <laughs> this is yeah. what we want? You know, like how, how did they handle the idea of, okay, we're going to be live every week representing the company on Facebook Live? Right. Well, here's the awesome thing. GoDaddy uh, was comfortable in the hiring decision that they made that the only parameter I had was that it's weekly. That's it. So I didn't get a whole bunch of 
don't say this, don't say that. Now, when I came to the company and had some, some PR training around, you know, the issues that GoDaddy has, good and bad, um, I am intelligent enough to know what to address and, and what not to address. But also, I like to tell my story. Listen, GoDaddy has a history. And I want to tell my story of, you know, five years ago, seven years ago, I myself was a GoDaddy detractor for, for different reasons. And the people at GoDaddy knew that. So for them, it was just they instilled, they had a lot of trust in me. And they instilled support in me of, hey, go do this and go make this happen. Because they know that I have a super crazy passion for helping other people and sharing information that is going to help those people. So I'm in a really, really fortunate position that GoDaddy has been so far very hands off. And when you when you came up with the idea for Beyond the Domain, was that, you know, saying, OK, I'm going to play to my strengths or were you saying, OK, GoDaddy needs to get beyond the domain. In other words, they need to be known beyond those products and services you just mentioned as yeah. a so solutions provider for business people, not where you just go to search for domain names and then, right. hey, I got the domain name. I must be in business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and, and that's a really great question and a great point. So initially it was rolling around in my head, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm going to do this live weekly broadcast and I knew that um, I wanted to focus on talking about a problem, not talking about the product or the services. And uh, I knew I was going to bring my own flair, my own personality, all of that kind of stuff. And so uh, that included bringing in my network, you know, the people who I know already. So far, everybody who I've had on the show, I've been connected to in one way or another. So it feels like this, hey, I'm just bringing my friends onto the show. But... The first couple of months I was at GoDaddy, I went to several events that GoDaddy either sponsored or we were speakers at or we were participating in in some way. And I used the experience of talking to people who I knew, my own personal friends, who said, hey, congratulations for starting at GoDaddy. I always wanted to know, what does GoDaddy do? Like people would ask me these questions. And then when I was at events, people would say to me, uh, there's two camps, right? There's the GoDaddy detractors and there's the GoDaddy uh, promoters. And people would say to me, oh my gosh, I love GoDaddy. I've been a customer for eight years. And my question would be, that's awesome. What products and services do you use? And they would say, I buy all my domains from there. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Do you know that we have hosting services? What about our email services? Do you know that we have bookkeeping software that can tie right into your website? You know, all these different things. So I realized that there was this gap here. People know that GoDaddy exists. And then the people who know what GoDaddy does, they really see GoDaddy as a place to buy domains. And so I wanted to build the show around something that was talking about here are more things that you need to do with your business than to buy a domain. It's not the field of dreams. You're not going to buy a domain name and you're instantly going to have a website or people are going to show up. Right. And I want to give credit where credit is due because I wrestled with a name for weeks. I did not know what to call it. I talked to Loria and Dave from Live Streaming Pros. I mean, all, all of these different things. And I was at an event in uh, Louisville, Kentucky, Digital Crossroads, an event put on by Jason Falls. And I was walking down the hallway with my friend, Nicole Hudson. Uh, and we were talking about the show. And I said, I just, I wanted 
to talk about, I want people to know more about GoDaddy than just a place to buy a domain. And, and Nicole said, beyond the domain. <laughs> like, it was so, and it was just one of those moments where you're like, that's it. Like, that's totally the name of the show. Right, yeah. right. Now, talking about going beyond the domain, um, GoDaddy has a new product called Go Central, which is really taking off. It's a way for people to quickly design a website. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. I'd, I'd love to. So we launched last week at GoDaddy. It's called Go Central, and it is our new uh, – it's not even new and improved. It's new. It's a brand-new website builder that is designed to help people get online very quickly. So if we look at um, who I want to empower, and it's those people who have this nugget of an idea, but they're not there yet. They don't even have an Etsy store yet, or they're not sure what they're going to do. Um, this helps people like that get a website up and running in a super short period of time. I played with it last week, and I put a, a website up uh, in 35 seconds. <laughs> and I am, you guys... I'm not a website designer. I don't write seconds. code. 35 seconds, I got a website up and running. It's so cool because you, you log into it and you put in the name, whatever you want to, to name it, and then you pick an industry. So it's got a whole bunch of stuff in there, a whole bunch of verticals where you can just pick an industry and it starts populating stuff for you. And then you can go in and change fonts and change colors and change images and do all kinds of stuff. It is... It is so cool. And I personally have never been a huge fan of like templatized websites and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I see this as a way for the average person who says, okay, I am painting. Okay. Now I'm painting. I'm painting these, these awesome pieces and I want to, I want to sell them, but I don't know how to get a website up. I don't know how to build a website. I don't have the money to get a website up. This is a way for people to get online and share their idea in a, in a really super fast way. And the cool thing is, is that right now um, it's, it's free for 30 days. You just try it. No credit card to sign up, no nothing. It's just go um, and you can actually go to um, godaddy.com slash the internet and you can um, try it out for free. That's a great, yeah. that's an easy one to remember. GoDaddy.com yeah. slash the internet. We we got some yeah. great people here in the chat. Nile Flores is here. DC Gregory, yeah. Barb Tomlin. Hi, Mia Hi, Voss is here. Um, Hi, Mia. Cindy Guess who's going to be my show this week? Mia's going to be on my show this week. She's going to be on your show. Out, yeah, out she's going to be in Arizona. Yep. Awesome, mm -hmm. awesome. That'll be yeah. fun. Walter yeah. Birch is here, Sabrina Cadini, Claudia Santiago, Wagner Dos Santos, Jeff Adams. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, if you haven't done so, please do like and share so we can get as many people who have questions about GoDaddy to join us. And they can ask Heather questions while she's here about everything going on with GoDaddy. Um, so what are you finding in hosting the show you probably get different questions and different feedback about GoDaddy hosting the show than you would if you just met people at an event or they emailed you or, or whatever. What, what kind of feedback that, you know, maybe you hadn't anticipated or what are you learning about people's experiences with the company that even the company is like, wow, it's glad we got that info. Now we know what we can do yeah. because people are a lot more confident talking in chats than they are. <laughs> true. Calling yeah, customer so true. service or saying something. Like, what What have you learned from, from the experience? Yeah. 
So um, I did my first show in conjunction with live streaming pros. Um, they are a company that, that helped me get up and running and, and helped me understand some of the technology behind what they were doing. And um, I was a guest on their show immediately before we launched our first episode. And I told Loria ahead of time, I said, I just want you to know that you should be prepared for people to say bad stuff about GoDaddy. <laughs> and she said, really? I said, yeah. And I just want you to know that, that I'm prepared for it too. Okay. There are, there are people who have various opinions of GoDaddy. Um, and, and, and I, again, like I said earlier, I want to be able to share my story of being, go to, go, uh, of being a detractor of GoDaddy and why I chose to take a job here. I mean, why I'm a representative of the company and why I chose. So what I think, one of the things that the show has done is allowed me to tell that story and to put a different face with the company than what they've been used to in the past. So Blake Irving is our CEO and he has been for almost five years now, but people don't realize necessarily that we have a different CEO and that we're a public company now and all of these, all of these things have changed. So through Beyond the Domain, I've been able to share more of that story. And as people comment, if they comment something negatively, I can say, hey, I understand where you're coming from. Here's where I was. Here's where GoDaddy is now. Um, very much about equal pay and moved away from misogynistic advertising and all these kinds of things. And so that has been a way to, to start to, to have a positive impact on the sentiment of the brand. And, and that has been my favorite thing to be able to say, I get it. I understand where you were, where you're coming from, but GoDaddy has changed so much. Hmm. So coming up yeah. Sunday, there's a super football game. <laughs> we'll call it the big game, right? And, and GoDaddy's, yeah, GoDaddy's going to be doing some advertising. Um, so we shouldn't expect to see an advertisement that looks a lot like what GoDaddy used to be known for on Super Sunday. Right, right. So we sat out of the big game last year, um, primarily because we were expanding to 56 new markets. So we were busy traveling last year during this time. Um, but this year we're, we're back, we're back in the game and it's a completely different direction than, than what we've done in the past. And we've actually been dropping some little teaser videos since Wednesday of last week. And I'm super excited because the, the 30 second commercial will actually air tomorrow night on CBS during um, one of those shows, those compilation shows that shows, you know, the best commercials or the funniest commercials. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that because for people who love the internet or have been online for a while, they're going to see all these really cool little Easter eggs in the commercials. And it's going to make you want to watch the commercials over and over again, because every time you watch it, you're going to see something different in it. Hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. So a lot of comments coming up about how great it is, uh, what you're doing in terms of telling GoDaddy's story on Beyond the Domain. Um, for example, Mia Voss says, Heather, you're great at creating relevant storylines. I love it. You've become a fabulous, honest advocate for GoDaddy. Kudos. Um, 
Nikki Niall Flores says perfect response to let people know the changes GoDaddy has done. Can you give people who you know may be new to uh, GoDaddy or maybe new to your show a little bit of your backstory in terms of why you were a detractor and now what you see as a good reason why you're an advocate for for yeah, GoDaddy? I would love to. So. Um, so I used to build little WordPress sites, super simple WordPress sites, like seven and eight years ago. And when people would come to me and want me to build their site, if they were hosted at GoDaddy, I would make a move to a different host. And it was only because at that time, the control panel um, and how you access everything from the back end was just, it was beyond my little brain. Right. Like I just couldn't I couldn't get with it, couldn't get behind it. So I would have them move to a different to a different host. On top of that, there was some of the marketing that I'm like, eh, didn't give me the warm and fuzzies about, you know, working with a tech company that um, viewed or or uh, had handled women in that way when, you know, I'm like, we already have maybe a little bit of an issue with uh, equality and um uh, you know, diversity in the tech industry. So I, I chose to stay away from GoDaddy. But a, a little over four years ago, when I was working at Infusionsoft, I had an interaction with a member of the GoDaddy social media team. Um, and that's when I really started paying attention to what GoDaddy was doing, because if that person I was dealing with at GoDaddy was so awesome and was working there, then okay, maybe I need to, to take a look at what they're doing. So when Blake Irving took over as CEO, he really started to change the direction of the advertising, the, of the marketing. On top of that, he really started to expand what GoDaddy was offering. So beyond just buying domains and beyond uh, hosting, really starting to look at what GoDaddy could offer as a platform. So I paid attention to, to those kinds of things. And I've been really, really impressed, even before I even looked at the position here, with how GoDaddy and the employees have reacted as far as with uh, women in tech, with uh, diversity, uh, with actually building and working more deeply in the WordPress community and, and all of those kinds of things. So it moved me from a detractor to a neutral for a while. And then when I saw so many changes going on, then I, I definitely became a, a promoter and an advocate. Yeah, Marissa Calderon says they've been awesome with the Yes Phoenix uh, startup community too, very helpful. Um, so now, now that you're on board, right, and you're an advocate, not a detractor anymore, no longer, yeah. well, no, no longer neutral, um, what do you see as like the real strengths for GoDaddy going forward? What do you see as, you know, the reasons why GoDaddy is going to be a leader or at least a strong competitor for a long time going forward in the domain hosting, web design, web development game? Yeah. So I see a couple of things. One, I think it comes down to leadership. So we have this fantastic leadership team in place who understands the importance of diversity in the workplace, of gender equality, and of listening to your customers and paying attention to what the market demands out there, okay? And moving past, okay, 
just um, just buying a domain or hosting. Now let's build this whole suite of products and services to help small businesses, to help entrepreneurs, to help freelancers get online and actually drive their way to success, whatever success means to them. So far and away, the leadership uh, makes me really proud to be here. Additionally, continuing to develop, either to develop or to acquire complementary products and services to bring it into the GoDaddy ecosystem. Um, we acquired multiple companies last year to uh, from, from stuff in the WordPress community. So like Managed WP is a company that we acquired last year. We also acquired a company called Freedom Voice, which is voiceover IP. And that is a product that is being revamped and is getting ready to launch. So it's going to allow you to have a second phone number that is your phone number. You don't have to put your cell phone number on right. the cards and the website and all that kind of stuff. And um, we also acquired, um, at the end of the year last year, we, we entered uh, in an agreement to acquire Host Europe Group. So uh, essentially our competitor that was in Europe, we acquired them, which is going to allow us to take an even stronger foothold in, in Europe. So I think there's a lot of really good things coming for GoDaddy. And when you you talk about services and, and a big part of your show is is really the business side, right? How do we use our domain, our website? Just how do we address yeah. all the business issues and looking at the domain and the website as part of that? Do you see GoDaddy even getting to the point where not only do you call GoDaddy for customer service or you look for a product that they have online that helps you? but actually consulting with people who are using hosting and using um, their different services, solving business problems where they're able to take that, that business knowledge that they have combined with the, um, the knowledge of the domain and the web tools and all that and really come up with like a whole integrated kind of marketing business solution. Yeah, I, I do see uh, that happening. And that's part of, outside of hosting the show, that's part of my role is to identify these influencers in the community who are, uh, who are helping freelancers, entrepreneurs, and small business owners get online or to develop their marketing strategies and, and bring those people into the GoDaddy ecosystem so that we can rely on them for education, whether they're contributing to the GoDaddy blog, if they're a guest on Beyond the Domain, if they're a guest with um, one of our webinars, actually walking through people how to use some of the GoDaddy products, um, I definitely see that building out. And the cool thing about Beyond the Domain, about the show itself, is again, we're not talking about GoDaddy products. Like, I'm looking for problems that, obstacles that I see small businesses or entrepreneurs have, and I'm bringing people on the show that can speak to those, okay? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I mean, it's just we've had we've had such a, a variety of people on the show where we start with with Pam Slim, who is talking about what a body of work means and what's the new way to work and how you overcome that fear of either I'm stuck in a job that I hate and I want to do something else or I just got laid off or fired and I need to do something else. We've had um, people on, Susan Beyer was on, talking about how to truly identify who your audience is. Um, we had Dennis Yu on, talking about Facebook ads. 
But I will tell you that so far, our most viewed episode has been, you're going to be so shocked. The most viewed episode so far has been with an attorney. Hmm. That's the kind of stuff that I want to bring to people because she was talking about why you don't just go to Google images and copy it, copy and paste something into your blog or to your social media. She talked about um, FCC guidelines. She talked about how you're creating your posts and doing giveaways and promotions and all of that kind of stuff on social media. So truly meaty topics that I see small business owners and especially freelancers and, and entrepreneurs, those micro entrepreneurs really struggle with. What are some of the other problems that you do see? That, that's what I was going to ask you before that, that yeah. you do see in the chat and, and people asking you about that are business problems that they're coming to someone at GoDaddy and they're saying, can you help me with this? Yeah, totally. So I've seen questions and issues arise about um, accounting issues. So if I'm just a person, I'm a person who has a job, a J-O-B, but I want to start something on the side that is my J-O-Y, you know, that's my, that's my saying, Ross, is I want to help people lose their J-O-B and find their J-O-Y. So if I've, I've decided, okay, I'm making this thing and I want to sell this thing, but I don't know anything about accounting. Do I need to set up an LLC? Do I need to set up a corporation? All of these kinds of stuff, uh, all of these kinds of things. I want to be able to, to bring people on the show that can help start to address those questions. I mean, there's only so much you can talk about marketing, right? We've got to talk <laughs> about the other components. We've got, right. got to talk about the other components of owning and running a business besides the marketing. And so that's where the attorney came in, um, accounting, even a little bit of personal development of getting past that fear, moving past that fear and launching your business or starting something. Um, also, just putting together some accountability and right. some checklists of, okay, here are the five things that you need to do today in order to, to really launch and really be successful. And you determine and you define what success means to you. It's different to everybody. Right. One of my favorite episodes was with a young man named Nathan Ello. And he talked about the journey from employee to freelancer. He's an insanely successful freelancer. In a year and a half, he moved from being an employee. Uh, he's a web developer where he was making less than $40,000 in his job. He loved his job, but he had some serious financial goals. And he knew that working in that job at 40000 was not going to move him close enough to his financial goals. So he developed an accountability system. He set his goals, his revenue goals, all those kinds of things. And in a year and a half, um, crazy successful. And I can disclose this because it's all over the internet that um, he reached uh, uh, $250,000 in, uh, in work last year. Nice. Yeah. So in a, in a year and a half, he did that. Right. So I want to take those success stories and I want to wow. be able to share that with people. Wow. Yeah. There's a little chat in, in, in the comments going on about different events coming up. I was wondering, are you going to Summit Live in L.A.? Uh, I am not going to Summit Live. Remind me of the date of that. It's February 22nd to February 24th. Yeah. You know, that week, there are so many things going on that week in the world. 
Um, I, I'm not going to Summit Live, and I saw somebody ask about Social Media Marketing World. Um, I'm not going to Social Media Marketing World. We may have someone from our team go to Social Media Marketing World, but we've got conflicts. I'll actually be in London speaking at WordCamp London. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then I'll be at uh, this amazing new conference. This is the first year for the conference. It's called Veteran Conference, VetCon. So, and it's in Silicon Valley and it's put on by this great group uh, where they're focused on helping people who are transitioning out of the military, help them start businesses. So that, that week is a crazy busy week. Marissa Calderon says that there's so much going on that week. It's Phoenix startup week. What are some yep. of the big, um, maybe some of the big events in Phoenix that GoDaddy, you know, being headquartered there gets involved with? Yeah, so uh, that's one of my big pushes is that I want to see GoDaddy do more things on a local level, not just here in Arizona, because we do, this is where we're born and raised is Arizona, but we also have offices all over the country and now all over the world. So I want to see the GoDaddy offices get more involved locally. So I know one thing that we're working on here uh, is uh, social media day. Um, and working in conjunction with the Social Media Club Phoenix um, here to, to really do something local and really turn Social Media Day, which is June 30th every year, turn that into something that's that's bigger and better than, than Phoenix has ever seen. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm well overdue. I lived in Phoenix for five years, and I'm so yeah. well overdue for a trip. It's been so long since I've been there. So I was thinking, you know, they have Social Media Day here in New York City, but Whatever. Yeah. I've never, never gone to it here. I was thinking maybe that's an excuse, like pick social media day and go to a city, a different city. And I was thinking yeah. maybe, maybe that would be a good time to time a trip to Phoenix. I actually like going in the summer, you know, and like <laughs> June. it's uh, the long days. And even though it's hot, it's not as busy. Not, not as many cars on the road, not as many people. <laughs> that's so true. It's so true. It's so true. It really, um, it makes a big difference. I mean, the weather is great now, but there's uh, there's there's a lot of benefits for the summertime too, even though it's hot. Yeah. Right. Right. Here's here's the thing. Here's our stance on events. GoDaddy wants to participate in events. We don't want to one take over other people's events, or two start our own events because we think that there are some amazing events that are already going on out there that we can participate in. So it's not just about, hey, GoDaddy is just going to like take over and run this. That's why we're working in conjunction with other people for, say, like Social Media Day. Um, Barb, uh, yes, I do know Vince Orlack very well. And that's actually who I'm working with on uh, Social Media Day uh, Phoenix. Um, and his business partner was on my show a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Kelly Lubey Singh was, was on my show. So, so I'm looking for events. And so for everybody out there who's watching and for, for you, Ross, I'm looking for events to attend, to speak at, to sponsor, to participate in, where we've got the opportunity to talk to people who are small business owners or entrepreneurs or freelancers or who are right on the verge of trying to make a decision to, to maybe go out and do that. Um, and, and we're looking at some different verticals. We're, ha we're having some, like, lots of healthy discussions 
about what verticals we want to go out into. I am a veteran, so I'm very passionate about looking at the veteran community as a vertical. Mm -hmm. Little statistic for you guys, 250,000 people transition out of the military into the civilian world every single year. Wow. So that is a vertical that we can really service, not just GoDaddy, but all of us who, who, are, who offer services and products to help uh, businesses and startups. Like that is, um, that's, that's a fantastic vertical. So I'm looking for those types of events where I can really get out and mix and mingle and look and see who those influencers are in those local communities. We're talking with Heather Dobson from GoDaddy. She's the host of Beyond the Domain every Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern on GoDaddy's Facebook Live page. And Heather started the show, I believe it was back in November, like before Thanksgiving, right? And mm -hmm, that's right. Boy, it's really taken off and, and become one of the, the really great shows on, on Facebook Live. And uh, we're so glad to have you joining us. I'm just going to take a second and talk about mm -hmm. Summit Live, just in case anybody doesn't have their tickets yet and still is thinking about going. It's going to be a great event out in L.A. February 22nd to 24th. And you can save 20% on tickets for Summit Live. Here's what you do. You go to LivestreamUniverse.com, find a big banner picture about Summit Live, click on that, enter my name, Ross Brand will be your promo code, and you can get tickets. And uh, you've heard of the speech before already. I do really hope to see all of you there at Summit Live. It's going to be a great time to meet so many of my friends um, that I know online and through live streaming in person. Um, I was just talking to Roberto Blake today, who's going to be going and speaking as well. Um, Al Roker's going to be there. There's going to be media, Mashable, and uh, it's going to be a great time. So if you're interested in going, just go to LivestreamUniverse.com, save 20%, click the uh, the image there for Summit Live, and enter promo code ROSSBRAND and get your tickets. And again, we do hope to see you at Summit Live. And again, we're talking with Heather Dobson from GoDaddy. And so GoDaddy's going through some some changes, and, and it's, a, it's uh, you know, trying to change their image a little bit, and, and, and they've been successful in it but it's a it's an uphill battle right when when yeah. people have certainly they have an impression that you know there was a long marketing campaign one way and maybe that wasn't so successful is there a a a time frame and like okay we will be known as the new go daddy buy <laughs> like should it have happened already is it like into a two-year plan what is the maybe you can't necessarily reveal yeah. that but you know where where do you feel that that things are are, are in the process you know yeah. where where's the company in the process of it well i definitely feel like we are in the midst of of the process um i see sentiment changing and part of that is um what we're doing internally empowering employees and working on some of our employee advocacy. Chris Ripka, you're my brother. I love it. I love, I love the army just like I love all the rest of the services. So it's always, I love talking to other veterans. Um, so I see us in the, in the process. And so um, one of the things that we're doing is we're empowering our employees and educating them um, to, in order, in order to help them level up their own personal brands. I'm, huge on personal branding, like big, big on personal branding. And because I have 
um, developed my personal brand. That's why I have the role that I have at GoDaddy. And so we actually have a person on our team whose job is to identify GoDaddy employees to go out to different events. But that person then helps the employee really ramp up their social media, help them understand how they can improve ranking and a whole bunch of different stuff and really get out there and start telling the story of GoDaddy. I think that is such an amazing thing that GoDaddy is doing because if we can send GoDaddy employees to places, they're actually out meeting with people and they go, oh, this person is awesome. Maybe GoDaddy is not so bad. Or maybe GoDaddy is awesome too. That is one thing that is really going to help shift sentiment. And we've seen that start to happen already. Yeah, so, that's, that's yeah. incredible. I mean, that's really what the kind of the new economy, so to speak, or the social economy is all about. And, you know, for, for years, it was sort of like companies were all about like, God, I hope this employee doesn't, you know, update their LinkedIn profile because that means they're looking for a job or, right. you know, they put a they put an award or an accomplishment on there. Oh, my God, they're going to leave. You know, let's yeah. let's keep them so busy so that they never update their LinkedIn profile <laughs> or never want to leave, you know. And, and now companies are starting to see that that employees with strong personal brands are good representatives of the company because they have these huge networks. And within those networks yep. are customers and partners and all that kind of thing. And then also, since people are going to leave anyway, right? Nobody stays in a, in a job for 40 years and retires to a pension and lives happily ever, right? People are going right. to change careers. They're going to change jobs. They may come back to a company three times. I know people mm -hmm. who work for the same company multiple times, right? So now you build good relationships that so people feel supported in growing their personal brand. They go on and do good things. They may end up referring clients to you. They may end up referring uh, customers. They may end up getting their business to partner with you when they might have partnered with somebody else. It's like now the long view really is the only view because that employee's success may be your success in, in the future. And it's a really forward way of looking at things that I, I think many companies not, maybe not as much in tech and, 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 and that kind of industry, but in a lot of traditional industries are really struggling with making that tra transition and, and still are operating as though the old compact still existed, right? Like, yeah, oh, you come exactly. to work for us, we'll train you and you stay here for the rest of your life or you're ungrateful and we hate you. <laughs> like, yeah. no, that's not <laughs> how it works anymore. Not how it works anymore. And, and that's something that, that I really... Um, am, am involved with is this employee advocacy, right? It's something that I started um, at Infusionsoft building their employee advocacy program and have helped other companies do this. But employee advocacy is not using a platform that just shoves your content in front of your employee and then tell them to share it out on their social platform. Right. That's not what employee advocacy is. And that's what I see a lot of companies doing. It's just, hey, tell them, here's our blog post. They need to, to share it out with that follows them. Employee advocacy is really about empowering your employees. And the best way to boost your brand is to elevate and empower your employees. Let your employees be seen as the experts that they are. And that is only going to bring much more credibility to your brand than all of your marketing dollars, all of those ad campaigns. If you can get your employees to really truly love your company and speak on behalf of your company, your brand is going to skyrocket. Right. And right. thanks, Chris Rifka. Thanks, Chris Rifka. Rifka. <laughs> <laughs>
I, I think you're doing that right now in a way that that but seriously, the way that a human does that is different than the way a yeah. logo does that. Right. Totally. And yeah. you know that the logo is the press release. It's the company. It's the company messaging and all that. But a person, particularly on their own time, on their own platforms that advocates on behalf of the company or just passionately uses the company's products and tools and can talk yeah. about them. That's the best advertising that you could have, right? Absolutely. Yeah, because we cost that much. You're already paying the people. Yeah, we listen to our friends, right? We go on Facebook and say, Hey, I'm looking for whatever. We're looking, we're asking our friends for recommendations because I'm gonna listen to my friends before I'm going to listen to the advertising from that company or even the executives from that company. Because Listen, I want to hear your experience. And so, and, and here's, I have friends that work at a company. Um, I'm going to be loyal to that company because I want to make sure that my friends have jobs there. Right. And my friends are successful too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, it's, it's really, we're starting to see, we're starting to see shifts in it. And I love that a company as big as GoDaddy can really start to set some of those examples, like setting the example with doing a live weekly show. Uh, we're, we're a big brand, or at least an internationally recognized brand, and we're doing uh, a live show in a way that we're not pushing products and services. I don't even have GoDaddy branded stuff behind me, or like, you know, it's very limited in, in the branding, and I barely even mentioned GoDaddy in my show. Right. Um, but there's reasons behind that, and we're iterating on the show, but the show has never been designed to just talk about what GoDaddy can do for you. It's let's bring you people who can actually help you in your businesses. I don't care if they're GoDaddy customers or not when I bring them on the show. Right. I don't even, I don't even ask that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we have a good number of GoDaddy customers or potential customers yeah. in the chat. So if you have a question um, about GoDaddy, uh, please feel free to put it in the chat. Ask Heather. Also, if you have a question about live streaming, um, she's been at that for a while now and could probably answer questions about that as, as well. How, how did you get interested in live streaming? Yeah. So, so I've been speaking about social media and using social media for uh, quite some time. And one of the things that I have said for a very long time is you need to use video. Like you need to use video. And I mean, it, it became my mantra for a while as I'm teaching these classes and getting up and, and helping people understand how they can really start to leverage social media. It's use video because why? We're actually using video. Even before live video, live stream started on any of the platforms, very few people were using video. So it was a way to, to set yourself apart. And I would tell people, listen, I know what's holding you back. You think you don't have anything to say or that nobody will care what you have to say. Two, you don't like something about yourself. You don't like your face or your hair or that you feel like you need to lose 20 pounds um, or you don't like the sound of your voice. I've, I've heard that from, from people too. Like, so, so here's what I want to say to all of you who are watching right now. Number one, you are freaking perfect the way you are, okay? So if there is some, some physical trait of yours is holding you back, get over it. You're perfect and people love you for who you are. The more real, the more authentic you can be, the more you're gonna attract that to you. The other side of that is where people think they don't 
have anything to say or they wonder if anybody is even going to listen to what they have to say, okay? You don't know unless you start. You just don't know. So you need to get out there and you got to start somewhere, right? And so pick a topic. I mean, maybe you're super passionate about gummy Well, then go live and start talking about gummy bears and see who starts interacting with you. But until you take action, you're, you're never going to know. So don't let any of those kinds of fears stop you from just taking action and, and testing stuff out. Well, I always find yeah. the question, you know, what if nobody watches kind of funny because I think, you know, of the hundred things that I worry about and certainly like what I worried about before I went live the first time was not did it, what if nobody watches? It's like, what if a lot of people watches and I'm not ready <laughs> for this or something yeah. goes wrong. Right. And, you know. I, obviously, I'm a little more comfortable because I, I worked in radio and I've broadcast to large audiences. So, but but even so, like going live the first time, I was like, God, I hope there's not too many people watching because <laughs> this whole camera thing was new to me. And yeah, you know, yeah. I still got a ways to go with the background. I keep doing this every show, and one day I'm going to show up here, and there's going to be like a brick wall looking thing like yeah, you got or yeah. whatever. Um, but the video takes some time to get to get used to and get comfortable with, even you know if you've broad been broadcasting um, before you got in you got into live streaming. But I always think that's funny. It's like learn to get good before the big audience shows up. It's yeah, okay. Exactly. I mean, it's Practice like your it. first your first time you tweeted and you know nobody was following you. And nobody yeah. was, and then you tweet it again, and you tweet it again, you tweet it yeah. again. Finally, like one person followed you back, and you're like, "Okay, I got a yeah, real account." Know. And now, oh you know, you, you know, it, it takes off. But it's like anything else; it takes time to build a following, and you have to be consistent. You have to show up at the same time, and you have to promote it, and you have to, you know, engage with people and stuff like that. And yeah. but over time, if you have something to say and you're passionate about it, people will eventually. Yeah, that, that consistency is 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 so important. Um, and I love what Walt uh, Walt just said: be uncomfortable, be real, and have fun. Yeah, listen, um, I don't want perfectly polished, high production value. Like I want real, and I want to know that these per these these people have the same struggles and challenges and obstacles that that I do. I mean, right. listen. Every week I watch, I watch the playback of my show and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, my hair or my lipstick or whatever, some stupid stuff like that. But then I read the comments and I hear the feedback and I get the, I get the love and I'm, I'm so glad for that. Listen, I get trolls too. I work for GoDaddy, you guys. Listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> if I can go live as a representative of GoDaddy and hang with you, you'll be fine. Trust me. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So now when you, when you look at live streaming, do you see it as the next thing that's just going to become like a business necessity? Like first you had to have a website. People didn't even know why they had to have a website, but we're in business. We need a website, right? Then, then people thought, well, we should have a Twitter account. I don't know why, but you have a Twitter account. And we'll tweet about, you know, what our sale is or something. And then eventually People started to understand it. And, you know, most businesses, if for no other reason, then it's a way to be found or it's a way to quickly give out, you know, your handle or whatever. Do you see live streaming becoming something that enough businesses will do that every other business is going to say just to keep up? Just it's a business necessity. Or do you think it'll always be a niche 
thing and it'll not be like social media where everybody, almost every business now has some sort of presence and feels that it needs to be at least a little part of what they do in, in marketing themselves and in staying in touch with their community. Yeah. So I think it has the potential to be very powerful for all kinds of brands, whether it's a personal brand or you're a micro entrepreneur or a freelancer. I think that there is a lot of um, potential for it to help a business. The, the main thing that I want to see happen with live streaming is for people to understand that it's a way to build a community. It's not just a way to blast a message out, right? I love Gary Vee and lots of other people say marketers everything, right? <laughs> because marketers latch onto something and then they use it just to blast sales messages. But if people can remember that when you're doing live video especially, this is interactive and people want to be interacted with. This is an opportunity for, for people who you may never otherwise get access to so if people can, businesses and brands and people can stay away from just creating content for the sake of creating content and really create valuable, I think it can be very powerful. Now, I don't know that it will ever become, that live streaming will become as big as social media. I think that it is an important part of your marketing plan but it is not necessarily going to be for everybody. Hmm. Do you yeah. think for for businesses that haven't yet really built that community, maybe aren't very, very good at using social media or haven't really used it very much, don't have much of a website presence or don't have really a website that converts at all, that that live streaming doesn't have to be the last piece of the puzzle, but they can sort of leapfrog over some of that using live streaming. And if you have yeah. somebody, a business owner with a good personality and all that, they can make live streaming the core and then build the rest of that ecosystem to support the live streams, like about promoting the community and the live streaming and, you know, and, and all that sort of supports the live stream, but the live streaming becomes like, just jump over. Don't build the website up first don't maybe don't because a lot of times i look at a business and i go okay they shouldn't be live streaming they they need a website that doesn't look like it's out of 2002 <laughs> or you know perhaps yeah perhaps just tweeting the same coupon code for for 18 times a day maybe isn't the way right but but now i'm thinking maybe just leap over all that stuff and start live streaming if you have the personality to do it and you find a way that your product or service or just what you know can relate to people, build the community and acquire customers through live streaming and then use the rest of that sort of social ecosystem or web ecosystem to just sort of feed into that and maintain people. But the, I think live streaming may be more attractive because of how quickly you build, you build relationships. Yeah, I think it definitely can be. I mean, I definitely believe that you need to have a strong online brand presence. You know, you need to make sure you're using your different social platforms, right? And let's make sure that your website is updated to, to, to some capacity, right? Because we all do it, um, especially those of us who live in the digital world. Um, we find find out about something either through live stream or on TV or wherever, and then we go to a website and we go, oh, well, uh, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. I'm actually taking a real true vacation in a couple of weeks. 
I'm a scuba diver. So I was looking online for a dive shop in the area where I'm going. And I came across this one that has the highest ratings. It was like all five-star ratings on TripAdvisor. And they don't have a website. They only have a Facebook page. Now, is this business successful because reviews on TripAdvisor? They're getting found, but they don't have a website. And their Facebook page is like, I mean, clearly they're very busy working in their business. They're not taking time to work on their business. Right. But right. I but I would like that's a great example of a brand that I would love to see get on and do some live some Facebook one do some Facebook live because they they've got Wi-Fi where I'm going and they can actually start to show some of the stuff that they're doing, right? And then the right. other thing is to even just use some video. They're going out on these amazing dive trips, take some video while they're out on those dive trips and then upload them to their Facebook page get a website at some point. And now with website builders, like this one that GoDaddy's got, like you can get a website up in just a few minutes. But, but I do think that, that live streaming is a way to really start building that community or to help you identify who your community is before right. you have to worry about a whole bunch of other stuff. And just yeah. don't tell me what kind of great thing that could happen on my vacation, but actually show me and let me experience it. And then with like VR and things like that, yeah. eventually you can almost feel like you're doing it and then it's like okay i really got to experience it for real <laughs> totally yeah absolutely it's yeah. so great having you on this has been a blast it's been a fun hour heather dobson is the host of beyond the domain for GoDaddy every thursday 2 p.m eastern and how else um can people connect or contact with you or reach out to you if they yeah. want to so I'm, I'm pretty just leave you alone all together. You're yeah, going no. Yeah. no, I'm, I'm weeks super... from now. They can. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm super easy to find. So my last name is Dobson D O P as in Paul S O N. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I have both a profile and a page. You can find me on Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, you know, shoot me a message. Send me a friend request. Follow me at the Heather Dobson on Facebook. Um, I'm 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 open and accessible, and I'll tell you that the way I am here is the, the way I am everywhere. I've got an, um, an Instagram. Also, my dog has his own Instagram. He has more followers than I do. <laughs> um, but this is what I do. This is my joy, and and especially connecting with other entrepreneurs and freelancers and small business owners because I want to help people succeed and I want to help guide them on their fulfilling ventures, whatever that is for them. Awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, it's great to have Heather Dobson on. We'll be back Thursday night with a special edition of Livestream Stars. We have Amy Schmidauer has a new book out called Vlog Like a Boss. In honor of her new book, we're going to do a special Thursday night show, 7 p.m., Eastern. She's a YouTube star and very, very knowledgeable, great public speaker as well. And then we're back also Monday night with Joel Com, 7 p.m. Eastern uh, Monday night. Talk to Joel about everything to do with live video marketing and Twitter and all the different things that he's working on. So we look forward to seeing you Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Have a great night, everybody.